we can show them the impact that it can have on their business through your content. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. In the last episode of Take It Personally, we talked about attracting dream clients into your business. This is the concept of digital networking, of essentially treating a platform like Instagram like a giant networking event and what that looks like, who you should be following, how you should be engaging with them, that sort of thing. Today, we're talking about the second part of this. And honestly, probably the question that I get asked the most in different various ways. And that is, what do I post? What do I post if I want to book more clients? What do I post if I want to grow my business? What do I post if I want to be a brand photographer? What does that look like? Oftentimes when clients are asking this, it's coming from a little bit of a panicked point of view. Maybe nobody's booking or they want to start creating some of that momentum in their business. Maybe they're shifting into brand photography. They want to book a client and it's not happening. And so they're kind of frantically like, what can I do? Like, what can I do to book a client on Instagram or through a platform like Instagram? When you're coming at it from that perspective, it's really difficult to remember what the goal is of a platform like Instagram, which is connection. Now, sales are a result of connection that you're building. Sales are a product of the digital networking that you're going to do. It's also a slow burn. So it makes perfect sense if you post it on Instagram for a week and then you get frustrated because nothing is happening. This is the kind of thing that does take time to build so you can get it to that place where that momentum can happen a little bit more easily in your business. When you're asking, what do I post if I want to book more clients? You are focused on you and your problem. Your problem being you're not currently booking clients and you want to book more clients. And it's really hard to see outside of that when we are so hyper-focused on the problem and focused on ourselves. And so my number one thing when it comes to Instagram is getting back into a place of service. So instead of asking, what do I need to post to book a client? I ask, how can I help? And this is the prompt that I want you to remember from now until the day that you're done with Instagram, whenever that might be, how can I help? Or as the platforms change, maybe it's not Instagram a year from now, maybe it's a different platform, but there will still be ways that you can use your content to help. What does that look like? This gets you thinking like your ideal client. This gets you in a place where you can start to understand a little bit more about what they might be struggling with, what might be holding them back from booking with you or from moving forward with the brand session. And it gets your wheels turning. Again, it gets you focused not on yourself, but on them. And that's a more productive place to be. I first started with this practice as a wedding photographer, and it was not fancy. And I didn't know my ideal client near as well as I know who my ideal client is now. But even still, I was able to do this. And it started with answering things like frequently asked questions. I knew the list of questions that I was getting from just about every client that was booking with me. And I am an Enneagram 3, 
So something that I really appreciate is efficiency. And to me, it felt more efficient to answer a question one time in the form of content, whether that was a blog post or a social media post. I would answer that question one time, and then I would work it into eventually email workflows that all of my clients would get when they would come into my business. And when my business was a portrait and wedding business, that looked like, what do I wear? How do I get my family ready for a family session? How do I prep my kids for a family session? How do I get my kids to smile for a family session? Honestly, what do I wear is like the number one thing. If you're a photographer, I don't care if you're a boudoir photographer, a brand photographer, a family photographer, your client's number one question is probably some flavor of what do I wear? So start there. Start with your frequently asked questions that you know your clients are asking or you know that they're wondering about. Go through your emails from past clients. After you book a session, what's the first question that they ask? Or what are the first three questions that they ask? If you're really on top of things, what are the first couple of things that you help them with? Maybe you send them a wardrobe guide. Maybe you send them a how to prep your kids for a photo shoot guide. Uh, For brand photography, maybe you send them a guide to choosing your location for a brand session. These are all examples of frequently asked questions that you can and should be working into your content. Because again, the question here is how can I help? If someone is not yet booking a session with you, how can we get them one step closer? And in the meantime, start building trust with them because we need to establish that trust before they're going to feel comfortable booking with you. So frequently asked questions is a really great place to start when it comes to content. Now, if you're in a place where maybe your clients are not asking what we might call the right questions, things like what to wear and how can I prepare? How can I make this a better session for everyone involved? Then we can also incorporate questions or incorporate answers to their questions that they're not asking yet. What I mean by that is if you want your clients asking the question, what do I wear? So you can help them choose their outfits then that should be part of your content. We can kind of plant the seeds of these questions into their mind via your content. Another thing to work into your content are your client's objections. If they are not currently booking a session, why is that? What is standing in their way? And how can you talk to that thing? For example, maybe someone is not booking a session with you because they think it's too expensive. Anytime that that comes up or it's too expensive or I can't afford this or um, I don't have the money, they don't see the value of it. So that's what that statement means. If they're saying that it's too expensive, they're saying to me, the value doesn't match what I'm getting. So again, even though that might sound a little bit like, oof, that's, that's a little harsh. I don't super love that. We're in such a more productive place knowing that that's what they're saying. If they're saying, I don't see the value, well, we can help with that. We can show them the value of brand photography. We can show them the impact that it can have on their business through your content. So can you create a post about how when you get a brand session done, you have content for the next three months? Or when you get a brand session done, it's a really effective use of your time because every time you go to post on social media or do some kind of marketing, you're not scrambling to find a photo. You have a library of images and you feel a lot more confident about using them in your marketing. So it's a time saver. 
Maybe you talk about the variety of brand images. It's not just a bunch of headshots. It's images that you can use, again, not just on social media, but in other marketing materials or on your website or in your client guides. This one photo shoot can solve a lot of different problems in your business. You're not paying four figures for photos that you just post on Instagram. The purpose of brand photography goes deeper than that. So you're not necessarily creating a post that's like, here's why brand photography is worth the investment. Maybe you are, (laughs) but you also don't need to. You can instead just talk to the fact that brand photography is a really fantastic investment and here are all the reasons why. And each of those reasons is their own piece of content. A big one that comes up a lot for my clients is that they're not booking a session because they don't yet feel confident. They feel like in order to book a brand session, They have to already have confidence. So this is something that I talk about a ton in my content because I have seen women who are like incredible business owners. Their businesses are like these well-oiled machines and they're really established. They still don't feel confident the minute that they step in front of my lens. That's something that takes time. And it also comes with the experience of doing it. I get brand photography done on a regular basis. And every time before my session starts, I'm nervous. But then once we start and I'm working with a really talented photographer, then I start to feel comfortable. Then I start to feel confident. When I get the photos back, I feel that much more confident. When I start using the photos, I feel that much more confident. So it's a muscle that you're consistently building. And that's something that I talk about a lot in my own content. This is another reason why I think that it is so important to build your own personal brand as you're building your brand photography business because it's so much easier to understand what your ideal client is going through when it comes to booking a session, when you are doing that yourself. I know that the investment of brand photography can be a lot. I know that getting ready for a brand session can be a lot. I know that it can feel really nerve wracking before you get to a brand session. I know all of those things firsthand. I don't just know them because this is my job. I know them because I've been on the other side of it. And that's something that I consistently practice because it's important that I put myself in that headspace so I can better understand my client and speak to those concerns. When it comes to your content, you need to remember that people don't necessarily walk around thinking, I need brand photography, but they do want the results that brand photography brings. They want more confidence with what they're posting on social media or how they're putting photos on their website or how they're using visuals in their marketing. They want more confidence with that. They want more ease when it comes to their marketing. They don't want to be scrambling for photos or having to stop what they're doing to take a one-off photo every time that they go to make a post or update a page on their website. They want an improved perception of themselves. They want other people to see them as a thought leader and as someone who has their crap together. Like they want that perception. They want to feel confident with the direction of their brand. They want to feel like their money was invested the right way. These are the things that they want. And those things can be achieved with brand photography, but we have to show them that. So we have talked about using FAQs in your content. We have talked about using client objections in your content. You can also highlight past clients. If you have really incredible standout clients who just like use the crap out of their images and you're constantly seeing them on social, 
or they've had really great business growth or whatever it might be, see if you can get 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever of their time to ask them questions about their brand photography experience. Why did they invest in it? Why was this something that they thought was the next right step? What have been the results since they've invested in it? Would they do it again? Would they recommend it to their friends? Why? Get words directly from them and just interview them about what that experience looked like and the impact of it on their business. You can also tell stories like that from the perspective of your own business. And again, this is why we need to be growing our own brands as we're growing our photography business because it's going to be easier for you to talk about how impactful brand photography can be in a business if it has been impactful for your business. I know that brand photography solves a problem in my business. I know that I don't, I don't even really worry about what to post anymore because I'm going through this exercise of how can I help and because I've got a library of so many great photos. So it's not a concern. Like, This isn't something that I spend a lot of time thinking about anymore. And a lot of that comes with practice and repetition. I created a lot of content, and so that certainly helps. But that has created so much ease in my marketing. I also feel like as my brand has evolved, so has my brand photography. It has been this like visual representation of the evolution of my brand. And as I strive to position myself as more of a thought leader, that has been really important. I want brand photography that's reflective of that. And it's been able to kind of come alongside me and evolve as I'm evolving. And that's really important to me as a business owner. So in this episode, we have mostly talked about content in the shape of like talking about the service that we provide, whether that's highlighting our clients or our process. But another piece of content that I want you to regularly work into the things that you're talking about is content about yourself. Now, this can be as simple as like a Friday introductions post. Maybe that's something that you do a couple times a month. You reintroduce yourself. You talk a little bit about like how you got started with brand photography or how your business has evolved over time or why you love being a photographer. It can be very simple. And there are always templates going around on Instagram that are really good ways to like reintroduce yourself to your audience. So that's a really great thing to work in. However, talking about yourself can also be done in a way that benefits your ideal client. Storytelling is a great example of this. So maybe you're speaking to the concept of confidence and how confidence comes from doing. It doesn't come before. But instead of just saying that, like saying what I literally just said, You can tell a story about your own business, about how you've struggled with confidence in the past and you have realized that it's something that that you build over time that doesn't like show up on your doorstep. A good example of this would be scheduling your brand shoot before you feel super confident about scheduling a brand shoot. Investing in any education, that's a really big leap of faith. That's having to say, I'm confident that I will make this work. I believe in myself and I trust myself and I'm going to take this step even before I feel 100% confident, even before I feel 100% ready. Those are stories that you can pull from in your personal life that also benefit your client because they likely have experienced something like that in their business or their life as well. That's a really great example of a piece of content that creates connection because you're essentially saying, hey, I've been there too. I've experienced this as well. Here's a story of a time that this happened in my business. 
Inside Rebrand, one of the topics that we cover at length is messaging. How are we talking to our ideal client? What does messaging to an ideal client look like? If this is something that you are struggling with, know that you are not alone. The reason that we talk about messaging so much inside of Rebrand is because it is something that so many photographers struggle with, especially as you make the pivot from portrait and wedding photography to brand photography, because as we have talked about in past episodes, the language is different. You're focusing a little bit less on the emotional side of capturing memories and having photos on your walls that your kids see as they grow up. Like we're not as focused on that emotion and we are focused a little bit more on the practical side, the ROI of brand photography, the value of brand photography, certainly with some emotional stuff sprinkled in because we are emotional humans. That's just who we are and how we operate. So topics like confidence need to come up as well. But it can feel like a really big task to have to get inside your ideal client's mind in this way. And that's because it is. So if you need a little bit more help with that, I invite you to consider joining Rebrand. Doors open on February 16th. Messaging to your ideal client is just one of the things that we cover. We also talk about things like your reputation as a brand photographer. What do you want to be known for? And are your digital and social accounts set up in a way where people will begin to know you as a brand photographer, someone who does brand photography? We talk about rapport, that initial connection with clients. That's where a lot of that messaging comes in. How are we connecting? How are we messaging to our ideal client? What does that look like? Are there certain platforms that we need to be using? Um, If so, like what do the bios look like on those platforms to make sure that we are positioning ourselves with the proper reputation for a brand photographer? So reputation, rapport, and then we talk about relationships. We talk about, okay, how do we build a deeper level of trust? Once they are in our business, how are we creating such an incredible experience that they tell their friends about us and they leave us a wonderful review and we start to get some of those referrals that we keep hearing about? And then the last part is refinement. And that essentially means that as we're doing all of these things that I just mentioned, we're also allowing your business to evolve. You are learning as you are doing these things. As you're running your first portfolio sessions or your first mini session day, there's going to be things that you like and that you don't like. And we can pivot in real time to make sure that you're actually creating a business that you love and not a business that you end up presenting, which is all too common. So if you are interested, Doors to Rebrand open on February 16th. We start on March 6th, but the sooner that you join, the sooner you get access to all of the curriculum, all of the past videos, and then our live coaching calls start on March 6th. I would love to answer any questions that you have about Rebrand. My DMs are always open. My email is always open. And you can go to maddiepashong.com slash rebrand for more information. We'll put all the links in the show notes as well. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. I hope this was helpful. I want you to remember the next time that you are in your head about what do I post? What do I post on Instagram? What can I say to book my next client? Try and step back from thinking about yourself and your business and start thinking about your clients and their business. How can you help that? How can you help them? What do they need to hear to feel more confident about booking a session with you? That's how you're going to be in a place where you can create content that's really impactful, 
that grows your brand, that grows your reputation and makes a difference with your ideal clients. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.